Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and angel medium, Julie Jancis. As this episode airs, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Friends, this is tough stuff. There is discomfort and frustration for some, loss and grief for others. And while we're not here to minimize anyone's pain, in the midst of all of it, there is also beauty, love, grace, and compassion in the coming together, kind actions, and rebuilding. We can all see so clearly now that what impacts just one person on one side of the world can impact everyone everywhere. We feel oneness and empathy for one another like never before. This is a massive shift, a global awakening. Allow it to shift and awaken you. Know that as you do, we're here for you, to pray with you, to share your stories, to shine some light, and to help in any way we can as you heal. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me, book a distance session, or take the Angel Reiki School online to develop your own unique spiritual gifts. If you want to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly, take my online angel communication e-course. Your angels want me to tell you that you're going to be okay. They want you to put together your own spirit team here on earth, a team of people and resources who can help you in every area where you need support. And we hope that you'll make us a part of your earthbound spirit team. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting us be part of your healing journey. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am here with Lori, and today she is sharing her angel stories. Lori, thank you so much for being on the show. Good morning. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. I'm really honored. Thank you. Oh, of course. So let's have you take it away with your first angel story. Well, my journey with angels started in 1993 when I was living with my now husband and I was taking a nap in between shifts at the restaurant and a bright glowing being that was just amazing, beautiful, um, which I felt like was an angel stood by my bed and leaned down almost to my face. And I heard in my head, May the 1st, and I understood automatically with only that, that we needed to change our wedding day from November to May. So then when I woke up, he, my husband, well, my fiance came home and I told him, and he said, well, when I proposed, I was ready to marry you that day. But what, what day is May the 1st? <laughs> it was uh, luckily a Saturday, which this happened in February. So we hurried up. We were having a small wedding anyway. So we hurried up and planned and had a, a beautiful uh, May wedding. And then several years later in 1999, we were pregnant for the first time uh, with our son, Dylan, and it was our 20-week ultrasound. And when we went in, they couldn't find a heartbeat. And so I was hospitalized and induced, and he was born on May the 11th. So uh, today would have been his 21st birthday. But when I was resting after um, his delivery, this almost same exact looking bright light angel being stood by my hospital bed and said not to worry that Dylan was fine and that we would have another son and his name would be Ryan. 
So after the funeral, we had a little funeral, family funeral for him um, for about two weeks. We were staying with in a family house close to the cemetery. And my husband would take me twice a day at sunrise and sunset to the cemetery. And I would just lay on the ground and cry and sob. And it physically hurt, like all the bones and my chest were broken. It just hurt so bad. And on the last day of the two weeks, you know, I was running out of vacation time at work and my husband was ready to get back home. And so I just lay on the ground and I prayed to God to help me somehow. And um, very unusual for the area, a bluebird flew and landed on the headstone nearby, which was about seven feet tall. And they're called Woodsmen of the World headstones. So they look like big tree trunks with the limbs cut off. And that blue bird flew up and it kind of chirped to get our attention. And we looked and it stared right at us and sung as just at the top of its lungs. It was so beautiful. And then when it was finished, it still was like staring at us almost like, okay. <laughs> then it flew away. And when it flew away, the physical pain was gone. It had lifted. I was still so brokenhearted, but that the actual physical pain that was so unbearable was gone. And I was so thankful for that little angel bird. Fast forward from that May till July the 4th, I'd had a lot of complications after Dylan's delivery, a lot of which I can't go into for legal reasons, but I wound up hemorrhaging in the middle of the night and was luckily found by a family member and rushed to the hospital and the doctor was the doctor that was my um, OBGYN before I got married. And he said he'd never seen anyone come in so white, so pale, so close to death um, and make it. They had to transfuse me with two bags of ice cold blood. They couldn't even warm it up because they were rushing to give me blood so I could go to surgery. And at some point in surgery, I later found out that they were losing me. They'd lose me for a few seconds and then get me back. But I, I had a near death experience. I stood in front of the most amazing light that you so bright. You would think you would need sunglasses. It's just so bright and it's everywhere, but not from anything. And then this massive loving presence was in front of me, even brighter than everything else, which was hard, really hard to describe, but I felt so peaceful and I, I didn't feel like I had a body, but I felt like I could cry that I was home. I was home. I was home and I was so happy and I felt so loved, but I heard it's not your time. And then I woke up in recovery (laughs) in a lot of pain with a lot of people around me crying and with uncertain future, as far as if I would be able to have children because they couldn't stop the bleeding and they had to uh, give me a uterine pack in hopes of saving my uterus. So I clung to the message the angel had given me when Dylan was born that we would have another son. And I just held on to that, that they would be able to save my uterus. And fortunately they did. And when I went for a six weeks checkup, Post-surgery, my doctor and I were very surprised 
to find out I was pregnant and my son, Jay Ryan, was, I went into labor with him exactly one year to the day from Dylan's birthday. And gosh, I'm sorry. Jay Ryan was born uh, one year and one day after his brother, May the 12th. Wow. And then, and then uh, six years after that, I was on a self-retreat by myself, praying and walking in the woods and trying to figure out um, what I wanted to do because we'd moved and changed jobs and we were blessed and my husband was able to get sober. And so I just had a lot on my mind and just thinking about career things and I felt the presence behind me and I heard, cause I'm alone in this cabin in the woods, the presence behind me whisper in my ear, it's time for another baby. And I looked up at the ceiling and I looked at God and I said, um, that is not what I was asking about at all. <laughs> um, but I heard it again. So I said, okay, I guess my angel wants me to know it's time to have another baby. And Jackson was born in May. <laughs> Uh, the next year. And so, and then 2009, where I live, it's very rare to get snow, very rare, even a little bit, it doesn't last long and then it's gone. But on Christmas day, it was snowing and we had just gotten home from my mother's and uh, we were getting out of the car and everybody's so excited. And Jackson was about three. And uh, I told my husband, I said, take my picture with my boys and in one picture he takes as us walking towards the front of the house, there's an orb walking with me and with the boys. And then in the picture, sorry, the orb is with us. So it's like, sorry, all three of my boys were there with me. My little angel was there. And that's one of my favorite pictures ever. And besides those situations I have, often seeing a grandparent out of the corner of my eye that I've lost. And when I was alone at home after that Christmas picture, I did hear a young boy voice behind me say, hi, mom. And uh, gosh, I didn't think I would cry when I was home alone. So I knew that was Dylan, you know, telling me hello. So I've been really blessed to have several, I would say, angel situations. And I'm so thankful. And I'm a little greedy, too. I hope to have more. <laughs> so That's incredible. That is so incredible. Lori, I got to tell you a couple of things. I really feel like Dylan's soul came through in your first son. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That, that um, I don't always see that and I can't always tell people that because sometimes they do show me that the soul decided to stay on the other side, that mm -hmm. the miscarriage was what was needed for the person to learn what was needed and grow and their soul grow in the way that was needed. Mm -hmm. What I see sometimes though is that spirit will show me the soul coming into another child and through another child. Mm -hmm. And so often spirit's message when somebody is having trouble conceiving or does have a miscarriage, spirit says it's all about timing. And we take mm -hmm. that as it's about our timing in our life and mm -hmm. it's not. It's about their timing in their life because there is free will 
So again, the, the way I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, I'm not sure. The way that this works is, yes, we of course have free will in this lifetime. The souls of our children have mm-hmm. friends and future soul family that they're going to be here with. And mm-hmm. as we are here in this present moment right now, what happens is people are making free will decisions and it shifts the timing with the future of what that soul who's coming in needs to do. So sometimes, a lot of times, what spirit will say is that the soul needed to come through at a different point in order for them to fulfill their purpose here on earth. And that's what your spirit team is showing me when it comes to your son, that he just had to come through at a different point for that reason. And I I, want to ask you too, because I just love for our audience to hear other people's experiences. When you saw that angel and she said, or he said, May 1st, did it seem like there was a gender to the angel? Like, describe what they looked like, too. It was made completely out of bright light, just like coming from within so it almost it was person shaped um and it's almost like that the light came out from it around it too mm-hmm. and my my dad he's very interested in this even asked me if it about it and don't know that I felt like it was male or female yeah like a little bit of both but neither <laughs> totally and and you know just so that people who are listening understand Angels are the pure white light of God. They're rays of God sent to do God's will. And sometimes they just appear in different forms to different people. So I'm so glad that you shared that with us. And when you had that near-death experience, when you experienced that white light, did you also experience this higher vibration or this deeper sense of peace or love? And can you describe that for the audience as well? Yes, it was. I mean, it's, I mean, there's just no words to describe how amazing, I mean, nothing on earth that I have experienced or been through or seen or felt has even can't even come close I mean it's just unbelievable like joy and peace and relief and love and and just home and I mean I just I had a session with a Reiki session one day and she was guiding me through a meditation and step by step and then at some point I opened a door and walked through it in my meditation and when I did I was back in the exact spot I was when I had my near-death experience and I just automatically felt like everything in me just let go and like everything was okay and I was just bawling and crying and I was like home and I was so happy just like my chest was just bursting with joy it was like I was so happy and relieved and just I didn't want to leave and unfortunately fortunately I guess she had to walk me back out of that um, and bring me back but it's I mean it's 
everything you would ever, ever, ever imagine. And then 10 times more. And I just can't imagine why I would have chosen to come back. (laughs) 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 Because I didn't have my children yet. So I was like, oh, I don't know why I decided to come back. You didn't. You got pushed back. (laughs) Well, that's true. I did. I did. They said, not your time and close the door. Yeah. 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 Totally. So the the other thing that I've been hearing from your spirit team as we've been going along is that there's a couple of things that they want you to know. One, um, I feel like you've asked God before, you know, why did this happen in this way? And what they want you to know is that there's a huge lesson in here in your soul contract where you wanted to learn trust. Mm-hmm. You wanted to learn faith, and they've been really working with you on that. You know, the egoic mind comes in so much with this self-doubt and you having the big validation that you got, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes it easier, right, to kick <laughs> out that egoic mind and to have it not be able to dominate and really tear down our faith and our trust Um, because they had taken what had happened, circled it, tied it over to this lesson of of trusting and kind of kicking out that self-doubt. And they actually tied it to to COVID-19 and Mm -hmm. showed me just this fear that you've been working through over the last Mm -hmm. couple of months. Mm -hmm. And really, when we do have that big validation, it's so important to keep going back to it and say, you know what? little child in my mind who wants me to think that I'm not going there. I'm not doing this because I know, like I know, like I know that everything's going to be okay. I know, like I know, like I know that I am protected. I am surrounded. I am one with all that is. I am a child of God, right? And there's nothing that I have to fear. And so what they show me is just, this is a huge lesson for you. You're right on track. And they're so proud of the work that you've been doing. I have one more question for you too. How do you connect with Mother Mary? I don't know. She's um, someone that I've been told before that was around me. But other than that, I really don't have much. Yeah. You know, for... I'm going to do a whole podcast on this, but she has been stepping in more and more and she just really makes her presence known in your org field on your spirit team. And so it's not like we pray to them, but we can work with them. We can feel that presence. We can ask them, what is it that you want me to know? Right. And it's an unfolding process where we're not given all of the information at one time because that would not allow us the space to have that trust and that faith that we're working on. That's why we get it in smaller bits as we unfold deeper and deeper along our journey. Yeah, you can so feel like I can even smell the roses. Oh, wow. And that's my favorite smell, the last. I don't know, year at least, I guess. I'm obsessed with the bath 
and body um, rose vanilla because it's got the just right rose smell. Yeah. And I've got a rose body spray that's just the right rose smell. And so that's funny because that's been something that's been very comforting to me a lot lately. Yeah. And your boys, who has the middle name or the name that's associated with the fatherly figure on the other side? Oh, my youngest. His name is uh, Robert Jackson, and Robert was my granddad. Okay. Know that your granddad's stepping forward, and he's just acknowledging the namesake, and he wants you to know that he has taken on a, a guide role for your son, kind of like a godfather would mm-hmm. be thought of as in, in this world, and that he's just so grateful, and he so thanks you for that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Lori, thank you so much for being on the show today. I just so appreciate your time. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. I listen to you all the time. So I was just so honored when you asked me to be on. Oh, of course. Of course. Will you keep in touch with us, okay? I will. Absolutely. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out 
as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere, they're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them, welcome them, take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. 
And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination your DNA strand. Now the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with the snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. 
Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God, please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection surround them with angels, and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, Please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter, and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day, surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.